Home prices have reached their lowest level since the housing bubble burst in 2006. They're being pushed down by foreclosures, a glut of unsold homes, and the inability or reluctance of many to buy. Prices fell from February to March in 18 of the 20 big cities tracked by Standard & Poor's Case-Shiller Index. Joining us is Carl Case, Professor Emeritus at Wellesley College and one of the economists who created the Case-Shiller Index. Professor Case, welcome to the Financial 411. Thanks very much. All right, so I just touched on the barest of bones about what this latest report found. Give me the gory details. Well, if you, it's, it's not terrible. It's, it's, it's down. Um, prices are down in the last month. We hoped they'd be up. We are coming into the spring buying season, and it doesn't seem to be the demand that we hoped would be there, but there are a lot of fundamentals at work. The people are afraid, as you suggested. They now know that house prices can fall. I understand prices in a dozen markets have reached their lowest point since the housing crisis began. Tell me a little bit about those markets and why they're doing so poorly. Well, it's there's such a difference across the country. You have the Midwest that just has a terrible economy. It's been terrible all decade. They're down 30% from below where they were 10 years ago. On the other hand, there's there's some states that have been traditionally cyclical that had huge booms at the beginning, and New York included. New York's been through two of these cycles, one in the late 1980s with a decline after 1990, and then another big boom and began about 2000, running up to a peak in about 2007. So, and those increases, New York. If you look at New York, New York is now about today is about. 64% above where it was in 2000. New York is not as bad as the rest of the country. It's down from the peak. New York is down almost 20% from peak. That's better than the nation as a whole. The worst states are Arizona, Florida, and Nevada. But you have to, it it really is a, a tale of about 20 different cities doing different things. I want to return to New York briefly. I'm wondering how well, your methodology captures what's going on in New York City. I understand you're you're really only tracking single-family homes, but as we yeah. know, New York City is not a, a single, a big single-family home market. So how do you know confidently what's going on in New York City? Well, I don't know confidently, but I know anecdotally. <laughs> I bought and sold in New York during the period, and I bought a cooperative in Brooklyn, and it tracks the index exactly. In fact, if you look at the period of decline, which began in most of the country in 2006, didn't decline for a year later in New York. And that happened in both the cooperative market and the single-family market. And the reason was the bonuses that were paid on 2006 salaries came out in 2007 and buoyed the – and that shows up in both the single-family and the cooperative data. It's really astounding. So I'm pretty confident that these figures, at least the changes and the directions and the ebbs and the flows, track each other pretty well. Did you have trouble selling your Brooklyn co-op? I sold it the day I put it on the market. I had over-asking price offers in the spring of 2007, and it uh, it was remarkable. Because I thought the market had started to decline, and it, it turns out it was everywhere but New York in that period. When would you personally feel comfortable diving back into the market here? I'm very close to getting back into the market. I mean, I think if you look at interest rates today, you look at the uh, the, the yield on investing in a piece of property, which comes to you in the form of the services you get living in the apartment or in the, in the, in the 
in the house, right? If you think of buying a house outright, what's the yield you get on it? What the yield is is the the rent you didn't have to pay, right? You own the the only that's income which is tax free. In addition, with the low monthly payment due to low interest rates, and housing selling thirty percent in some places, twenty percent in others, below peak. I don't think it's a bad time to buy. Now, I could be wrong. Housing prices could drop further. A lot of people are suggesting they're going to. I don't think they're going to go down a a lot more, but I say that with very little conviction. Professor Case, thanks for joining us on the 411. My pleasure. You heard it here. Carl Case is bullish about New York City's housing market. He's Professor Emeritus at Wellesley College and one of the economists who created Standard & Poor's Case-Shiller Housing Index. Here's some more bad news. Consumer sentiment has dropped to its lowest level in six months. The conference board's Consumer Confidence Index shows Americans are growing increasingly concerned about high gas prices, a choppy job outlook, and a weak housing market. This is WNYC.